Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. Unsuspecting Friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org local. Hi, welcome to this special edition of a Golf Channel podcast. Uh, I'm Randall Mel, and I'm here with LPJ star Brooke Henderson. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you. And uh, welcome to Florida. You are a uh, Florida resident now, right? Winter resident, at least, right? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think I'm the youngest snowbird <laughs> from Canada, but, uh, you know, I love to spend the summer months still back home in Canada, but I'm really a proud owner of a condo down closer to Naples. Um, so the Tiburon, the season-ending CME Tour Championship is kind of a home game for me now, nice. um, right down there, which is really exciting. Um, and yeah, the weather is so much better than back home. Yeah, but you'll be going home to throw some snowballs at Christmas, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, I'm really excited to go home, see some family and friends, and spend time where I grew up, uh, and then I'll be excited to come back down here. Brooke, the season just ended, so let's review that a little bit. As a player, um, do you get together with your team at the end of the year and kind of evaluate, try to step back and look at everything? And, and, and when you did that or when you do that, what, how do you evaluate the year? Yeah, for sure. So uh, with my dad, my coach, uh, my older sister, Brittany, who's also my caddy, you know, we kind of get together and go through what I did really well and what I really need to work on for the new season, 2018. So, you know, I... My ball striking was really good. You know, I was top 10 in greens and reg, top 10 in scoring average, top 20 in driving distance, um, which, you know, I'm really proud about. And I feel like my game was in a good spot, especially the long game. But I feel the short game, some of the stats aren't quite as good as I would have liked. So that's really what I'm going to focus on over the next few weeks um, and, you know, hopefully see a big improvement at the start of the season in 2018. Yeah. Um I told you the story before, and I'll repeat it here. When I uh, when I was first following you in one of your big events, the KPMG Women's PGA, when you finished fifth uh, as a 17-year-old that year, you were playing with NB Park, and I thought that was a great way to see. I'll go watch you play with NB. And uh, after the round, I uh, asked Brad Beecher, NB's caddy, um, about your game. And everyone was talking about how long you were, but it was interesting that he talked about your short game and how impressed he was with that and how it allowed you to play so aggressively because it was like you weren't afraid of um, missing a green because your short game was so good getting up and down and it allowed you to attack more. Um, is that a fair assessment of the way you look at your game and your short game? Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, when I'm playing my best, uh, when I won in New Zealand this past year, when I won my first major two years ago, uh, I wasn't afraid to get up and down. You know, I, I could be aggressive, I could chase after pins because I knew that 
I, I could get up and down really easily. I was really confident in my short game. And I feel, you know, some weeks I have that confidence and other weeks, you know, mentally it's just not there and I don't trust my short game abilities as much as my long game. So I, I kind of go back on and really trust um, in the long game and I feel um, that if I can just continue to improve my short game where I can build that confidence so every single week that I know I can trust it, I know I can get up and down, then I think that's where I'm going to see more consistent results um, and you know, hopefully climb up in the world rankings. Yeah, and I wanted to follow up with that because do you, th do you see that as a, a key component in your getting into this mix for the number one? Because this year it looked, it was, it felt wide open with five different players getting to the number one. I'm sure you probably looked at that and it made you hungry to want to get in that mix too. And is the short game part of that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the tour is so strong right now. Um, so many talented players. Um, five number ones is amazing, incredible, really. Um, and a lot of movement w within the world rankings. And, you know, I moved out to 13, which I'm a little disappointed at. Um, but I know if I get a few wins early next year, or a few great finishes, then I can start to move that back down. And being world number two um, in 2016, you know, gave me that confidence and gave me that motivation that I really want to get back into that position and hopefully, you know, fight for that number one spot in, in the near future. Yeah. It is harder than ever to win on tour. 22 different winners, five different major championship champions, five different number ones. Yet you won twice. Uh, uh, <laughs> impressive uh, when it's so hard to win. Um, what are you looking toward next year? Um, what are your goals? Uh, yeah, you know, I'd love to get that world ranking down within the top 10 again. And um, the closer I can get to that number one spot, the better. But you know, a uh, simple goal, get it back down within the top 10. Um, and short game, you know, I think if I can work hard over the next few weeks, um, really put you know a good solid amount of time into it, and see, start to see the results. I think I'll build that confidence, and I'll be able to take that in, and you know, hopefully win early next year, um, and that will jump my world ranking really easily. It will give me confidence for the rest of the year. You know, I kind of got off to a slow start in 2017, which was the complete opposite of 2016. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully this year I'll balance them out a little bit more. Um, but, you know, I'm just really excited to get started and the season just finished, but I'm already, you know, really um, looking forward to being in competition and, you know, hopefully lifting some more trophies. Yeah. Something I wanted to ask you about too, um, when I was talking to Brad about your short game, he just talked about, you know, what good hands you have. And I remember talking to you about your hockey experiences because you were a, a, a hockey player. And uh, didn't you even play for, like, the Canadian um, women's national uh, hockey? No, uh, I wish. But you were an uh, exceptional goalie. And uh, I remember asking you, uh, you know, I uh, kiddingly said, what, what do you learn when you get hit in the face? And, and your response was, you learn to get your hands up quicker. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I want to ask you just, uh, we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but just your, your hockey experiences and being a goalie, kind of um, uh, how that uh, helped you as a, as a golfer, especially the mentality you have. Yeah, for sure. You know, hockey taught me a lot, and especially being a hockey goalie. Um, you know, you're dependent on a lot, and you're either the hero or you're really far from being the hero. So, yeah. you know, mentally, uh, you have to be sharp every single game, and yeah, there's a lot of pressure on you. And I feel that really prepared me um, for being out on the golf course alone or just with my sister and my caddy. It's just the two of us out there. Um, and you have pressures um, every single week, doesn't matter. Even if I just go out for a friendly game, you know, I, I still have that pressure. I want to make sure that I'm playing my best. And 
then, you know, also strength. Hockey gave me a lot of strength. It, like, you taught me to make my hands a lot faster so I didn't get hit in the face again. Um, but also, you know, carrying around all that equipment all the time, skating with the regular forwards um, during practice um, gave me a lot of leg strength. And you can see that um, when you watch my swing just on TV. Yeah, imagine just being in that squat position for a whole game there. It was interesting, too, because I, I talked to your dad, Dave, uh, who I've talked to a lot. And uh, it was interesting to know he was a hockey player, a goalie himself, played at the uh, University of Toronto, right? That's right. Did he play for Iron Mike Keenan? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he didn't sign you up for hockey, right? No, it was my mom. <laughs> um, he always says the joke that he thinks girls look better with teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I loved hockey. It taught me so much. And just to have that team component, yeah. um, you know, having my teammates there and just the fun that we had, you know in the rink, when we were training, during practices, during the games. Um, it was really, really cool. And I think it really prepared me for life on tour. And, you know, they're completely different sports, but yet they, they come together and each one really helps the other one. Yeah, and your mom must be quite the hockey fan, too. <laughs> Who isn't there in Smith's Falls, right? Yeah, I think every person in Canada is. How many hockey rinks are there in Smith's Falls? Uh, there's three. There's three, three. and there's only 8,000 people in the yep. city, right? <laughs> that's yeah. right. But five roads in, I think I read. Five <laughs> roads in, and there's a sign in every road in that says uh, home of uh, Brooke and Brittany uh, Henderson, that's right? That's right. Yeah. yeah they're really tell me a little bit about, you know, the small Smith Falls. What it, uh, What is it like? What was it like growing up there? Um, really small, <laughs> really small, <laughs> but it's really beautiful. You know, the Rideau Canal goes through it. Um, and there's so many great people and great people that support my sister and I on all of our endeavors. Um, and to have our home of Brooke and Brittany Henderson, like yeah. you said, on every single road that leads into the town, um, you know, I'm really proud of that. And it's really, um, really cool. I Chocolate capital of Toronto. It was, right? That's right. right. Yeah. We had a Hershey factory there. Um, mm. So when the wind blue right you got an awesome <laughs> whiff of chocolate which is probably why I'm a little bit obsessed with chocolate now <laughs> yeah, yeah, and everyone loves hockey who, 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 your, who's your favorite team then uh, Ottawa Senators uh, and you've you've been to a few games there then right yeah that's right I love to you know whenever I go home I try to be able to catch a game um, it's always really exciting and kind of brings me back to my childhood memories yeah and Brittany obviously is uh, beloved there too you guys have been quite a team um, it, it's great to see you guys out there, the way you work. Because I have to tell you, if my brother were my caddy or I was his caddy, it, it would not end up well. It would end <laughs> up with photos of us in a bunker strangling each other, I think. Um, but tell me about how Brittany's doing. She, she was quite a player, too, at Coastal Carolina and uh, on the Symmetra Tour. Um, is she getting a chance to play? Has she transitioned into be completely a caddy now? What's her situation? Um, I'm, I'm not even completely sure. You know, I love having her as my caddy. I'm really grateful I've had her for the past two seasons uh, full-time, and I know next year she's going to be full-time as well. Um, you know, sometimes when we're out in the range, it's just the two of us, she starts to hit golf balls, and I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> she's going to leave me. Um, but, you know, so far I still have her, which is great. And we really do make a, a great team, and having her support um, every single day really means the world to me, and yeah. it's really why I've had so much success so early. Yeah. I was talking to your uh, Canadian coach, Tristan, and he was telling me when you were coming up, 
um, you were so far ahead of the other girls. And he said a big reason for that was you did not compare yourself to your peers. You were comparing yourself to your sister, who was six years older. So it was almost like you weren't pushed into the game, but you were kind of pulled along with her, following her. How much did that influence you trying to keep up with Brittany? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, she was a huge role model for me, and I wanted to be exactly like her. Um, being that six years older, you know, I watched her win tournaments every single weekend, and I'd be walking along, learning how the game is supposed to be played, um, and then, you know, practicing with her. I, she was a lot bigger than I was at that point, and I'd always try to outdrive her, so that got me to try and gain more distance. And we'd have putting contests, and I'd try to, you know, make more putts than her, and even bouncing the club um, or the ball in the club. <laughs> I couldn't do it for the longest time, and I'd watch her do it so easily. Um, and so, you know, I tried it, and I continued to work on it, and you know, now I can do a few tricks with it, yeah. which is really cool. So I really owe her a lot. I owe my dad a lot, my mom who really sacrificed so much um, so that both Brittany and I can compete against the world's best every single week. And usually I'll ask somebody, you know, what, do you remember the first time that you beat your father? But I probably should ask you, do you remember <laughs> the first time you beat Rit Brittany on the golf course? Um, I, I, don't even, I don't even know. Um, I won my first pro event when I was 14. Mm -hmm. um, so probably around 13, 14, I was starting to tire and maybe start to beat her which is a really amazing feeling for me. Yeah. So, okay, I know you guys get along great, but you ha I mean, you're together all the time. You're on the golf course in stressful situations. There must be those moments. Uh, what, what has been the most challenging moment for your relationship on a golf course, and how did you deal with it? Uh, yeah, it's probably when it starts to rain. You know, I hate holding the umbrella, <laughs> so I make her hold it. Um, but then she has to clean my clubs, has to keep the towel dry, has to hold the umbrella, has to give me good numbers. So she's, you know, doing a lot of stuff, and I end up having to hold the umbrella, which I do not like to do. But, you know, the best thing about having your sister um, and my best friend is that even when we do have, you know, little arguments or little fights or I get mad at her for a shot that I hit poorly, um, you know, she takes it, um, and she knows that, it's just the sport of golf that kind of makes you do these things, um, and we get over it really quickly, which is yeah, I'm really grateful for. Yeah. Well, you and I do have something in common, um, and I'm going to take this. We're going a deep dive on this one. We're going all the way back to your birth because you were born on September 10th, right? That's right. Arnold Palmer's birthday. Mine too. Really? <laughs> did you ever yeah. get a chance to meet him? Uh, I did not. However, you know, whenever I won a tour event, I received a letter from Mr. Palmer congratulating me, um, which I thought was extremely special. And he was so much the game of golf. Um, and, you know, it was really sad to see him go, but he left a legacy that will definitely last forever. Yeah, well, his presence is strong here. You've seen all the photos. Uh, the dining room upstairs is uh, named after him. So, um, but uh, a pretty cool, almost destined to play golf when you're born. On I think so. Birthday, isn't it? Uh, just quickly before you go, what, uh, what are you going to do for fun in this off season? What do, you, what do you do to unwind, to relax, get away from the course? Uh, yeah, you know, I think just spending time with family and friends is really important to me. You know, I travel so much that I don't really get that opportunity all year long. So um, I'll go back home in just a little less than two weeks and be able to spend time with everybody, which I'm really looking forward to. Right, awesome. Brooke, uh, thank you for being here with us, and thank you for joining us for this special edition Golf Channel uh, podcast, and we will see you next time.
Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you gotta check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one and done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease, plus, it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef flavored, soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. They're the one and done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.